I don't know how you prove that. Like, do you have to show an employee badge of some kind? Yeah. Wear your little lanyard for work or whatever it is that you have. <laughs> it's only one cup of coffee. I can't imagine it's I that big right. a deal. They're going to argue with you. If you want to drive, you know what? I bet if you want to drive into downtown. I've never heard downtown, of good karma brands. I've never heard of WDTMJ Radio. You want to drive in from your workplace in northern Ozaukee County for a free no, cup you, of coffee. You guys work down at Radio City off of Capitol Drive. No, you guys we're downtown now, I swear. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Well, he said it. He did. It's true. <laughs> You're right. It was a slip, though. A Freudian slip? I don't think so. I think so, he just misspoke. So Roger Goodell, who is the NFL commissioner, was in Green Bay yesterday because... The uh, Green Bay Packers are going to help host the NFL draft in 2025. And this is a huge thing, huge undertaking. I mean, they expect like hundreds of thousands of people to be in and around the area for this event in a couple of years. Huge economic boost for the, for the economy. So he was in town uh, to talk it up a little bit. And, and as Goodell was speaking, he accidentally, maybe, maybe not said something else. Mark said 54 million. So I'm going to put the gauntlet down now. We have been getting closer to 70 recently, so we want to see the Green Bay Super Bowl get 70 million. Excuse me, pro, sorry, NFL draft. Hey, you just got a Super Bowl. You want to be in it or you want to host it? I'm not sure which one. Both. Yeah, that's good. I'm not surprised at that answer, by the way. That was good. Both. Both. <laughs> Who's there? <laughs> so that's so Green Bay. People showed up for this. Coming in from Ashwaubenon. And they were invited. Or... It was a public event. Yeah, they were, were... going to do it outside, but uh, I think they had bad weather, so they moved mm-hmm. it inside. If you've been up to a game lately at Lambeau Field, there's that Johnsonville tailgate center. So you wouldn't go and see it? You wouldn't go over well, there? I don't know that I wouldn't. It just like... <laughs> It's just, it seemed like there was a big crowd. Yeah, there's regular old folks. <laughs> well, it was right before practice, too. Yeah, yeah. So that, but practice was going to be indoors. It so was, was, yeah, it was. But Kids, be, we're not, yeah. you're not going to swimming lessons. We're going on going on a Lambo today. <laughs> the commissioner the, is in town. <laughs> go see the commission. I wanted you to see this. <laughs> Important things here. Right. So they're there. I yeah. love I love yeah. it. Uh, and he, uh, he did mention that Green Bay is the second city in Wisconsin to ever host the NFL draft. Did not know that. The other is Crivets, which it's I not did not. Crivets. <laughs> it's relevant. The other was Portage, randomly Portage. <laughs> no, that? it was not. Lady Portage, Smith. Then. It was late in the year. <laughs> the thaw was on. No, it was like back in like the uh, a long time ago, back in the '40s or something. Did you have, you had a date on that, Brandon? When Milwaukee hosted it? Uh, off the top of my head, I believe I saw it, it was 1948. I can okay. yeah, dive into that, but right. I believe it was in the '40s. I had no idea. So nothing wrong with that, right? Yeah. So anyway, it's coming in a couple of years, and uh, no, not the Super Bowl, at least like, not yet. I like the idea of the Krivitz draft. <laughs> 1940, I was close. Okay. 1940. Like I said before, though, Krivitz, people's idea of what Krivitz is, is a pretty large geological oh, it's area. It's up there near Krivitz. Takes almost anything north of Highway 29 on the eastern part of the state <laughs> right. is Krivitz. Yeah. That's near Krivitz. You're right. Oh, we're up north. Yeah, where's that? No, we're near Krivitz. We're Krivitz up there somewhere. We're near Krivitz, right? <laughs> 714 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Sports up next. It's sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac, which is pretty near Crivets. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. 
time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Brewers are back in action tonight following their day off on Monday. Milwaukee in L.A. to take on the Dodgers to begin a three-game set tonight. Coverage gets underway here on WTMJ beginning at 8.35. Milwaukee entering the day with a three-and-a-half game lead in the NL Central Division over both the Chicago Cubs and the Cincinnati Reds. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell was in Green Bay on Monday morning, officially announcing plans to welcome in the NFL Draft to Titletown for 2025. With the first pick in the 2025 NFL Draft, the NFL selects Green Bay, Wisconsin. Murph, thank you to all the work you've done. I want to say one quick thing about Murph. He was one of the first to say, we want to have the draft here in Green Bay. As soon as we talked about moving it around, uh, there's no one who's a greater um, supporter of this community and, and all it can do. So Murph, congratulations to you and your team for what you've done. Mark Murphy will now be referred to as Murph and Murph only from here on out. Green Bay becoming the 14th city to hold the NFL draft since its move outside of New York City. From the draft to on the field, where the Packers were back at practice on Monday afternoon, the team prepping for New England this week, where they will hold a pair of joint practices starting on Wednesday in preparation for Saturday night's preseason matchup. Head coach Matt LaFleur spoke to the media on Monday, sharing some thoughts on what he's learned from his quarterback number one, Jordan Love, thus far. I think what we've seen is, you know, he's taken ownership of it, and that's obviously really tough to do when you're the backup and I've experienced that with other guys Um, it's been cool to see him grow and get more comfortable being the guy and I think uh, shoot I thought I don't know about you guys but yesterday at practice you could see uh, he was he was out there with a little swag and I thought he was out there executing at a high level too and and lastly, we'll stay within the NFL. A pair of running backs are finding new homes with one-year deals. Former Minnesota running back Dalvin Cook joining Aaron Rodgers in New York. He's headed to the Jets. And former Dallas Cowboy Ezekiel Elliott joining the New England Patriots. Packer fans will be able to check out Zeke in a Patriots uniform as they uh, go to Green Bay this week to uh, have some joint practices with the Packers. It's fine. I prefer him there. I don't mind him. Right? Yeah. I don't, I don't mind. mind Delvin Cook out there either. Right, exactly. Get out of Minnesota. I'm good with both. 718 on Wisconsin's morning news coming up. We'll talk live with Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Niznanski. Some staggering rain totals from yesterday. We'll get that from Niz next. Seven twenty-two on Wisconsin's morning news. Let's get to some of the staggering rain totals, amounts that we picked up here in southeast Wisconsin as we talk live with Storm Team 4 Chief. Meteorologist Brian Isnanski. Brian, uh, your boy Brandon here in Racine has a rain gauge. He said he's got five inches. Does that check okay. out? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I Honestly, I got about two and a half here in Grafton, but looking at a lot of the other reports that I'm gathering this morning, I mean, there's, there's a lot of threes. There's a lot of fours. Um, yeah, there's even a couple fives coming in. So, again, I, I think it's certainly possible looking at also, like, radar estimates I also think that checks out down there as well. Uh, crazy. We get uh, pretty much uh, a summer's worth of rain in one day after being in <laughs> right. drought conditions all summer. Right, because we'll look at the end of it and it'll be like, oh, average summer of rainfall, right? Yeah, pretty typical. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Even though it rained no, twice. It, it, it is crazy. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I'll look at it a little bit more, but it's very possible that much of southeastern Wisconsin saw more rain yesterday than what they did the entire summer up until that point. So it's, yeah, 
I mean, easily the rainiest day of the year. And I found myself out at a charity golf outing uh, at Black Wolf Run. I've been looking forward to it all summer long. Yeah, yes. I get to play the big course, you know. And, uh, yeah, that didn't go very well. So you guys went out. I saw a video. You're on the green putting through puddles. Dude, honestly, like, I kept telling. So this was for um, my wife, Julie. Uh, uh, this is for Julie's. Uh, she's on the board of Make-A-Wish, and she's obviously heavily involved with that. Uh, so I'm just like the plus one for this. And I keep telling yes. her, like, I keep telling her, like, there's no way we're playing. I'm just sorry. We're just, it's just not going to happen. I mean, she's like, well, you know, like, you know, you can duck in if it rains a little bit more. But I said, yeah, but it's going to rain like all day. It's one of the nicest courses around. No way they're letting us out there. And Black Wolf Run was like pretty much like, hey, it's got to have lightning or a tornado for us to tell people not to play. They, they're very confident in their drainage system. They're confident in their groundskeeping. And I'm like, all right, I mean, seriously. And we played. We got through, honestly, and this was the case for most people, we got through 10 holes maybe, and then we skipped over to where, like, there was the uh, hole-in-one contest. So I think we played a total of 11 holes, and that was probably more than what most people played. <laughs> How did you shoot? <laughs> not very good 207 we <laughs> but, but I mean honestly I don't know how anybody would have shot well during that I mean it was to the point where your your club was slipping every time um, like I was hitting most of my shots with a rag in between my hand and the grip to even be able to grip the club a little bit and most of the greens were you know at least a half inch you know full of water like the whole yeah. was completely full of water. Um, the fairways had rivers going through them. So it was, it was pretty wild. It was an experience, obviously disappointing when you look forward to playing like, you know, black wolf front. Yeah. Um, the t- turnout was still good. The, the charity made a lot of money, you know, it, it, all was good. Hey, I wanted to ask you about something that popped up on everybody's weather app yesterday. It went around yeah. here. It's since disappeared. I bet you know what I'm talking about. If you look on yeah. your phone, right, everybody has the weather app that's sort of built in. And at one point yesterday, it was showing next week, Wednesday, a high of 109 degrees. What the hell? Yep. I saw that. And <laughs> I... <laughs> so put it this way. Like, you cannot put in any stock in a forecast that's over a week out and predicting an all-time record high temperature for Milwaukee by four degrees. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> like, so it, it's not. I mean, I, I know there's you know a lot of records being broken this summer. That would be, like, astronomical. Sure, okay, now I might eat my words and, and whatever. But, like, you just can't <laughs> predict. <laughs> you can't predict that far out, that extreme. That would be the same thing as, you know, like an app predicting – 40 inches of snow next Wednesday, you know, in the middle of winter, I would completely dismiss that. And, and, I'll, and I'll hold to that. You know what I mean? And if one day I eat my words, fine. But you just, you can't, you can't predict that extreme that far out. So uh, my boss has actually approached me on that one and said, hey, you know, well, how should we handle this or whatever? And I, I think there is an argument to make it an opportunity to, um, you know, use it as a, as a reason for us to say, hey, listen, this is why you need us. This is why you need <laughs> right. to say, <laughs> you know, use it as an opportunity. However, I think it's more productive to completely ignore it because any sort of way that we brought that to attention, I think is counterproductive. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. the moment, the moment, the moment I even say this is false, this is false, this is false. I still acknowledge it, and people still hear it. And then in the back of their heads, they still think it's a possibility. Yeah, it could be 109, maybe 107. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Nisnansky on the radio today. Yeah, exactly. Good. Glad I could help I you there. You. No, I'll use this as an opportunity to do the first thing I was saying. I Yes, but bottom line, there is it is lining up pretty good to have a probably our hottest you know period of the summer so far next week. So if I could say that and raise awareness that way, get ready for some heat next week. Without saying we're going to have 109 degrees. I saw 113 <laughs> in some spots. <laughs> well, so, we'll talk before so it. I'll, we'll let you sharpen your pencil and get those numbers ready. <laughs> yeah, sounds good, guys. Thanks, my friend. Dry out today. Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Nisnansky. It's about 110 degrees in this room. I just want to scream hello. Downtown Employee Appreciation Week rolls on today. What do we get? What can we get for free, Eric? Let's we need see. to be appreciated. We're missing yoga. That's happening right now at Cathedral Square Park. Oh, that'd be fun. So, sorry, pal. You're out on that. World's largest coffee break is later this morning, 9 to 1030 at Catalano Square. That's uh, Third Ward, right? Yep. They got a bunch of coffee shops brewing up free coffee for downtown workers, treats as well. And then the noon hour is usually the big event as well, 11.45 to 1 o'clock this afternoon at Cathedral Square Park. They've got a Bucks basketball shootout. Usually there's a lunch giveaway of some kind. Yeah, it looks like Cousin Subs today, our great oh, partners here at Good Karma Brands. Mini subs and bags of chips available as well. There's some evening activities in addition. So if you're a downtown worker and want to check some of it out, MilwaukeeDowntown.com. Do you have to prove it? I don't know how you prove that. Like, Do you have to show an employee badge of some kind? Yeah. Wear your little lanyard for work or whatever it is that you have. <laughs> it's only one cup of coffee. I can't imagine it's I that guess, big right. a deal. They're going to argue with you. If you want to drive, you know what? I bet if you want to drive into downtown. I've never heard downtown, of good karma brands. I've never heard of WDTMJ Radio. You want to drive in from your workplace in northern Ozaki County for a free no, cup you, of coffee. You guys work down at Radio City off of Capitol no, Drive. No, no, you guys we're downtown now, I swear. <laughs> Come see us at the food hall. 744, Dominic Catronio next on Brewers 360. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Brewers are back in action tonight following their day off on Monday. Milwaukee and L.A. to take on the Dodgers to begin a three-game set. Coverage getting underway here on WTMJ beginning at 8.35. Milwaukee entering the day with a three-and-a-half game lead in the National League Central Division over both the Chicago Cubs and the Cincinnati Reds. And 746 Brewers 360 is sponsored by Holiday Automotive. In for Craig Council today, we have Dominic Catronio, host of Brewers Extra Innings. Yeah, on the West Coast roadies, the skipper doesn't want to get up at, you know, 546 West Coast time, Dom. So we'll take you. I mean, I, I think I can speak for Craig. I can I can do my best Craig Council impersonation for you guys. I, I, let's do that. All right, so Skipper, um, you got the got the Dodgers here on the West Coast, and you got a three and a half game lead in the Central. How does this series shape up for you? Uh, you know, uh, they're a good team, and you're gonna play a close game, and uh, it's gonna be a tough time to score runs. That's Craig Council for you. <laughs> there you go. You should have started with it. Yeah, no, I mean they're they're a good team. Yeah, no, yeah. no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, but ser- seriously. 
right now with that three and a half game lead that Brandon uh, Brandon just talked about, that's nice. But now you go and face LA for for a set, and it doesn't get easier from there. No, and this is a kind of a. I don't want to put people to say like this is a make or break week for the Brewers, right? But it's going to be tough, and you get to really figure out. You get a preview of what the playoffs will be like this week. You're going to face a ton of great arms once again. I mean, even against the White Sox, you face their two best arms remaining in Dylan Cease and Michael Kopech, uh, and even Jesse Schultz's pitch well, too. So you're going to see Kershaw tomorrow. Uh, you're going to see Lancelin, who has pitched phenomenally since he moved over to the Dodgers on Thursday. And then you'll probably get Max Scherzer over the weekend against the Rangers. They haven't confirmed yet, but probably it, it's this is which you know you kind of get a little litmus test here. It is still August. We're not going to panic, but there is a little bit of urgency. You get to figure out what you are because the Brewers. We know the offense has struggled, but what can their pitching staff do to hold down? I mean, very quietly. Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts are having MVP seasons, but because of Acuna and Olsen in Atlanta, they're not going to get any consideration. Dom, I talked about it on extra points. I, I, I'm with you. I think it is a a pivotal point in this schedule. The, the Brewers' schedule seems to get harder. The Cubs' uh, schedule seems to get a lot easier. When, as a Brewers fan, should we start paying attention to the scoreboard with the Reds and the Cubs? I already am doing the it, horse but, race. But yeah. when is when is it when is the good time you know to start paying it really paying attention to that scoreboard? I'm keeping an eye on it right now, but scoreboard watching season is September, right? Yeah. And, and especially because you still have head to head matchups with the Cubs. I'm especially scoreboard watching the Reds, knowing that there's nothing the Brewers can do to impact the record with them. They've won the season series, and we'll see what happens. And reminder, as things stand, you know, if the Brewers win the Central, you got to keep an eye on who's that third wild card because that's who the Brewers would be matching up with. Is it going to be the Marlins like it would be starting today? Would it be the Cubs? Would it be the Reds? It, depends to, it all remains to be seen. And by the way, the Brewers still have seven games head-to-head with the Marlins. So the Reds and Cubs are going to be big Brewers fans during those games. So it, it all is going to be interconnected here in the final month. But September is the real scoreboard watching season. But I'm already keeping an eye on it for you. Appreciate you getting up early with us, uh, Dom. Good to talk to you. Always fun, guys. Thanks. 9-10 first pitch in L.A. for your Milwaukee Brewers. 7:50 on Wisconsin's Morning News. <laughs> At 7.53, breaking news from overnight. Late in the evening Monday, District Attorney in Fulton County, Georgia, announcing a bevy of charges against former President Donald Trump and many of the former president's associates. On the list, his chief of staff, Mark Meadows, personal attorneys, Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell. I'm going to release the Kraken. And live with us again this morning, ABC News National Correspondent Stephen Portnoy on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline. Stephen, we were talking 24 hours ago, and at that time, the DA was expected to begin presenting her case to this grand jury. Didn't know how long that was going to take, nor how soon we would have a charging decision, and that sure didn't take long. No, it didn't. It was all done by about 9 o'clock Eastern time last night. And we were able to see the thick stack of papers being walked from the clerk's office to the courtroom, handed up to the judge, the judge signing the papers, handing back to the clerk. And we didn't actually see the indictment until it must have been about midnight Eastern time last night. And look, it was 100 pages. We were up all night reading it. 41 count indictment accusing the former president, his former chief of staff, Mark Meadows, his personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, and several other key allies of a raft of crimes. It's a racketeering indictment. And the uh, alleged conspiracy was to make false statements, commit forgery, push state officials into violating their oaths, 
And some Trump supporters named in the indictment are charged with impersonating public officers because they signed their certificates that claim that they were Georgia's duly chosen electors. It's alleged to be a multi-state conspiracy aimed at violating the laws of Georgia with the scheme's goal, according to the, the prosecutor here, of allowing Donald Trump to seize the presidential term of office. And Wisconsin even mentioned in that indictment a few times uh, regarding our, our fake electors. Stephen, what do we know about the timeline now moving forward with this? Well, uh, Fonnie Willis, the district attorney, said last night that she's going to give the uh, 19 co-defendants until the end of next week to turn themselves in voluntarily. I don't know whether there'll be a single initial appearance for all 19, whether they'll be crammed in together, elbow to elbow, to plead to these charges. Uh, I don't know whether that's how a trial will play out, where all the co-defendants are sort of seated together in the same pew in the courtroom. Um, But I do know that this will play out on television. It's very likely because of the openness of the Georgia laws here. I I think it's very likely that Americans will see this play out. And that's different, obviously, from the federal case where you do not have cameras allowed in the courtroom or recording devices of any kind. Let me ask you about this as well, Stephen, talking with Stephen Portnoy, ABC News national correspondent from Washington this morning. With so many of the co-defendants whom you've detailed here, others from the former president's circle also facing charges now, is there a chance you have some of the proverbial president's men turn on him? A plea deal or two? Uh, Anything is possible. Anything is possible. And I, I, I think we should be uh, alert to that possibility. But I don't I don't know any offhand, any particular targets. But uh, look, the charges are serious uh, when they're stacked. They, they can carry. A, a, I don't know if they can run consecutive in terms of a sentence, but they're serious crimes that are alleged here. Uh, five years is the penalty for each of them. And when you have a 41 count indictment, not every defendant is charged with the same counts. But uh, it's a complicated case that's being brought forward. But uh, Fonnie Willis is using the racketeering statute here in Georgia to bring it all at once. And we spoke to one uh, expert who said that you you can get caught up in the vortex of a racketeering case. Even if you've committed one of the acts, you're going to be brought in to all of it to be charged together with the man at the top. ABC News National Correspondent Stephen Portnoy live with us from Washington this morning. Appreciate the late night and early wake up, Stephen. Thank you. You bet. Business headlines are up next. They're sponsored by Old National Bank. Get old. Here's Milwaukee Business Journal's Sari Lesk. Mount Mary University restructures from four schools into three. The institution also named a chief transformation and innovation officer who is to build partnerships with corporations, non-government organizations, and service providers. The Bridgewater Modern Grill in Milwaukee's Harbor District expands brunch service to daily hours. Service to boats on the river begins August 21st. And Franklin could provide financial support for CarMax maker Karma Laboratories as it looks to consolidate four separate facilities into a new headquarters development. The Common Council will consider an agreement during a closed session scheduled for Tuesday. I'm Sari Lesk with Milwaukee, businessjournal.com, on News Radio WTMJ. 
Old National Bank. I just got your home equity loan and this feeling of like joy and exhilaration overcame me. Yeah, it's a phenomenon we call getting old. Wow, so I'm not the only one? No, small business owners feel it with expansion loans. Families feel it when they're setting up trusts in 529s, nonprofits who need financing to help the community, and anyone who needs investment advice. They all feel it. So it's not just me? No, you're in a pretty big club. Like a club I can join? I really don't. Is there at least a secret handshake? Old National Bank, where relationships and results matter. Old National. Get old. Member FDIC. <sighs> Our house needs a lot of work. That roof, siding. J&J Contractors. It's not just the outside. The bathroom needs to be completely redone. J&J Contractors. They do it all with top-of-the-line quality craftsmanship that's all custom or semi-custom. In addition to full interior remodels, J&J Contractors skilled and certified team members use high-quality materials for all your exterior needs. Roofing, siding, windows, and gutters. Contact them today to schedule a consultation. Just Google J&J Contractors. Does your knee pain keep getting worse? How about that pain in your shoulder or hip or back? Well, don't let them tell you steroids and surgery are your only option. Take my advice now and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Greg Matzik. QC Kinetics can make that pain go away with all natural, advanced, regenerative medicine. They're helping people here in Milwaukee every day with these amazing natural treatments that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. It's like turning back the clock. Regenerative medicine uses concentrated healing agents from your own body to stimulate that damaged tissue in your joints so they can work like they're supposed to. And there's zero downtime. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting medical breakthrough. And patients here are getting real lasting relief and saying no to surgery and drugs. If you have pain due to injury or arthritis, this is a remarkable option that's...